tastes like pesto. Ew. Your hair is so fluffy. <laughs> it is. I need a haircut again. I'm tired. I am very sleepy. I'm falling asleep already. I wish I would have taken an espresso shot before we came here. <sighs> yeah. I don't even know where to start. Me either. Let's start with a quick 30-minute nap. <laughs> <laughs> We are back, babies. That's right. Sarah B. Show is here again. We missed you, Ohana. (laughs) That's right. We were in Hawaii for eight days, and now we know all the lingo. She knows all the lingo. (laughs) You know it. You just don't use it. Maybe. Neither did I. I have to say, when we were in Hawaii, everybody's like, aloha, mahalo. And like, I just never wanted to say it back. I'm like, is that disrespectful? Because I don't want to sound like some poser idiot. Oh, mahalo. Anyway, anyway, guys, we really are back. Um, we took um, an eight-day trip to Hawaii. It was great. Summer vacation. Did some island hopping. Started with Honolulu on Oahu. Uh, and then we went to Maui and then finished with Kona. And we are exhausted. Yeah, I'm still tired. Absolutely exhausted. But uh, we made a little, a little noty note about all the little highlights we want to talk to you guys about. So, noty note. A little noty note. That's the official term. I have John here again. Uh, Hi. I feel like this is a Sarah B and Johnny Ram show now. It's not. It's not just mine anymore. This is like the second episode in a row you've been on, and like third or fourth in general. Frequent guest. You are a nice guest. People enjoy having you on here. I'm like uh, Andy Richter and the what's that guy? Conan O'Brien. Yeah, I'm yeah. Conan and you're Andy. Totally. Absolutely, I agree. So I'm the fat one. I mean, honestly, neither of us are that fat. I will say, too, after eight days of vacation in Hawaii, I gained only a pound and a half. Yeah. The next day after we got back, I was down a pound. I don't know how like, that how is. Like, is that even possible? I think it's because no we ate so much fresh food there, and it was all so good. Like, Yeah. And we did a lot of walking and hiking, and we were very adventurous. Yeah, I want to say, like, in total, we probably walked around maybe 40 miles yeah there was one day where i had like 25 or twenty-seven thousand steps that was yeah. the day we hiked diamond head but anyway we'll get into all of this uh we're excited to be back welcome to another episode of the sarah b show all right everyone it's taking like every ounce of caffeine or like just every ounce of energy that I have in me right now to like do this. Yeah. It's been a, it's been a progress. Like, is that even a, it's been a. A journey. A journey to try to get back into our like mode of. Yeah. I don't even think we're like human. back into our normal routine yet. Yeah. The, the time difference was pretty uncanny. I also noticed I've been saying uncanny like a lot the last few days. I don't know where it came from, but I feel like it, it goes good with my vocabulary. Congratulations. Thank you. Just wanted to point that out. But anyway, um, <laughs> it was a five hour time difference, which was kind of crazy. So it'd be like, you know, 9 p.m. here and it'd be like 4 p.m. there. Yeah. That is five hours. Yeah. That is five hours. But it was weird because Matt. like I talked to my mom constantly. As you guys know, she's like my best friend. <laughs> she warned me. 
But basically, uh, I would have to like count down like the time and the hours. I felt so much like working on cruise ships again. Like, and even when we were in Hawaii, it was the same thing. Or in Australia, was especially the worst. I would just like never remember. Like that was the weirdest time difference ever. I'm just like I'm just gonna call her, and if she's awake, she's awake. And normally, yeah. she was not. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> it's 3 a.m. here. <laughs> what do you want? But anyway, the, the time difference was weird. So trying to come back and get back on this time zone has been really crazy. And not to mention that we're exhausted from the vacation in general. And then we both got so sick on the way mm, home. I wouldn't call it sick. Uh, I was sick. Well, yeah, you were I sick. was way worse than you. Yeah, that's for sure. But uh, yeah, we can get into that a little more on the way. Let's talk about the happy moments and the fun trip. Let's start from the beginning. Yeah? Yeah, let's do it. All right. So we were going to Honolulu. That's where we were starting our whole eight-day vacation. Our first island was Oahu, and we were flying with um, John's company, Southwest. Yeah, it was actually uh, pretty great. We were doing non-rev, which is where you basically just uh, hopefully have a free seat, and you can like you know book your flight, um, and you don't have an actual assigned seat. So basically, if you book the flight and there's like 20 open seats and you're the first two on the list to fly, you get on and it's free, which is awesome. But that flight we watched very closely forever. And right at the last minute, wasn't how many open seats were there at this point? I don't remember. We've looked at so many. Um, I think there were 14 that morning. And there was like 20, how many listings? Uh, Yeah, like 20 something listings. And we were the first two on the list, at least. There yeah. was that. So we went, and normally what they do is 30 minutes before the flight starts boarding, they'll, you know, give you your tickets. But when we got there, wasn't there only like four open seats or something? There wasn't a lot. Yeah, I think when we got there, there was like six to eight, if I remember correctly. It wasn't many. It's it's like starting to blur at this point. It is. And there was like 30-something people like on the list to like fly out. Yeah. So we had made goodie bags, which I always kind of like doing anyway. Like before he worked for Southwest, I always made goodie bags for the flight attendants and the captains, uh, consisting of things like, you know, personal tissues, um, you know. Chocolate. Chocolates, gum, candy, you know, just things that like help you get through your day better kind of thing. And it just was a thoughtful thing just to be nice. And we always did that. And then we're like, well, maybe we should do it this time too. And then it actually turned out to kind of work out perfectly because I think it's actually maybe what got us on that flight. Yeah. Though the thing that they did for this one was they weren't going to issue any boarding passes for non-rev until the flight started boarding. Yeah. And that was so stressful because like... Extremely stressful. I mean, it helped that we did carry on only. You know, we didn't have to check any bags or anything. That That's a huge thing. If you're doing non-rev and especially like an island hopping vacation or something, like carry-on just makes everything so much easier. Yeah, extremely. So, that was good. And uh, basically, like when we went up there to ask him about it and he's like, you know, looking through stuff and we're like, also, oh, we made these goodie bags and we gave them all to the gate agents there <laughs> and we got on. And I, I, I swear to God, that was like what did it. Yeah. He's like, you guys are going to get on. Don't worry. You're the first two on the list. You're good. And <laughs> we're like, here, take these bribe bags. <laughs> But I do. I really think it worked. So it ended up like yeah. working out for the best. And then the best part. So we actually did get boarded. Uh, we got our we got our boarding pass. Boarding pass. Oh my god, my brain is dead. Yeah, this is the most I've had to do in like two weeks. Yeah, this is the most I've spoken in two weeks. <sighs> kind of. Kind of. Yeah. Unlike to me, because I talk too much on vacation, like you said. But we'll get to that. <laughs> um, <laughs> we got the boarding pass, got on, and then even lucked out because there was a flight attendant who was standing in the exit row. 
um, right? With yeah, the, just kind of like helping people get yeah. to their seats. And, and she's like, and they even announced when we got on there, like, it's only middle <laughs> seats left and very few seats. And I'm like, great. And so we were like looking at open ones. And then we saw her standing there and she's like, are you guys together? And we said, yeah. And she's like, oh, you can sit here. So we got to sit beside each other and in an exit row. It was like, it was the most perfect thing ever. Yeah, that was great. It was. It ended up working out a lot better than I thought it would. It did, and it was a pretty easy. We had to go to L.A. first to fuel up because it was so hot. Yeah, <laughs> it was so hot, and the the flight was so full that we ended up having to stop at LAX for fuel. Yeah, for like twenty minutes. Right. So it was like an hour flight to LAX, fuel up, and then five hours to Honolulu. Right. But we made it. We did. We did. And it, was it was great. Super fun. Stayed in a cute little hotel there. It was something. It's cute. <laughs> it was under construction. Well, part of it was being yeah. renovated, and then across the street they were constructing a new hotel. So thankfully, we didn't need any midday naps. No, it was because, so much construction. Yeah, I don't think we would have been able to take oh, one. It was so loud. Yeah. It was ridiculous. But that was kind of our thing too. Like at least it's during the day. Like we're gonna be out and about. Whatever. Yeah. I used my Capital One points for that, which was kind of exciting. Woo. Uh, but it was it wasn't bad. It was it was good for what we needed. It there for. was one great thing that came out of it. The pool bar? Yeah, that mango mule was amazing. Yeah, was he had a mango Moscow, Moscow mule. mule. It was delicious. It's probably one of the best mules I've ever had. And I had a guava pina colada. And you were jealous of my mule. There was a guava daiquiri. I don't know, something, something like, like that. that. But yeah, yours was way better. Anyway, it was delicious. Uh, we drank a lot. We found, uh, I guess, like one of our favorite things. We stayed in Waikiki Beach, which is like the most touristy area in like all of Hawaii, basically. Yeah. And I knew that and I wanted to stay there. I just wanted John to see it for what it was. And for the first time, you know, it, it's, it's a cool vibe, but it's definitely the least favorite. But it was fun. <laughs> uh, I've never been to North Shore or even like the west part of Oahu. And like we were deciding like maybe next time we could fly into Honolulu and rent a car and drive. It's like a two hour drive up to the North Shore and stay up there and swim and there's like so much more like wildlife and I didn't see a tiger shark on this trip. I'm very bummed. I think we went a little too late in the season. I don't or know. too early. I don't know. I mean you don't see sharks that often, I guess too. And I was just really sad. I was just really hoping that we would see one. To be fair, we didn't really do a lot of water activities in Honolulu. Yeah. We did in Maui though. Yeah we did. And I don't know. It's fine. I'll see one one day. <sighs> One day. I'm very sad, though. But anyway, we found uh, all the dive bars in Waikiki, of course, uh, including our favorite. I did. I always do. We've talked about this before. I'm like the queen of finding even when I'm not looking. You're like a bloodhound. It's weird. It's very. It's like my my superpower that I never asked for or wanted. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, we our favorite place was probably Arnold's, right? Arnold's. Arnold's. It was Arnold's Beach Bar, which wasn't really on the beach. It was literally a hole in the wall. Yeah, like to even get to it, like it was like in the middle of these fences and there was like one little opening and you walk down this like hallway of a fence and then you find yourself in this little, little paradise that they dressed up to be like a little beach bar and it was like a block off the beach. It wasn't that far, I guess. Yeah, it wasn't too, too far. But the drinks were cheaper than most places-ish. And, and they had popcorn. And they had popcorn. And uh, it was just, it was awesome. It was yeah. a really fun place. And the girl that was the bartender there when we got there was from Texas. Was she from Texas? Uh, she lived in Texas. Oh, that's right. Yeah. So it was pretty cool. That was the highlight. Um, my favorite part personally of Waikiki, of Honolulu in general, was our hike at Diamond Head. Yeah, that was great. Do you know the elevation of that hike? No. What is it? ridiculously low <laughs> because I, I I feel like I'm reading it wrong. I mean, what would you guess it to be? Um, Probably around 3,000. 
Because it's, I swear to God, it said like 800 feet or something. Really? And I was like, I wasn't scared of that at all compared to Haleakala, <laughs> which is over 10,000 feet. But if it was only 800 feet. Yeah, that makes sense. I'm like, it does make sense. Yeah. But I was worried about myself on this hike because I've had like, you know, kind of a fear of heights that has gathered in the last couple of years, as you guys know. But I was totally fine on this one. It had handrails the whole time, too. I think that's a thing for me. If it has, like, a guardrail or a handrail, I'm like, okay, cool. I'm not going to fall off the mountain. It makes no sense, but it works in my head. I think next time we go on, like, a hike, we need to go somewhere that's good for toddlers, which means it'll be good for you. Wow. That was was shitty. It wasn't a dig. It was just because they usually have handrails. Mm Mm-hmm. There were toddlers going at Guadalupe Peak on their freaking mom and dad's back. Well, they weren't actively doing the hike. Whatever. Except you're... for that one little kid. I don't know what was wrong with him. He was like super baby or something. He was walking on rocks. I see. I can walk on rocks too, though. Barefoot. Yeah. Remember yeah. the waterfall? Yeah. that. I don't know how you do that. You have leather feet or something. <laughs> I'm from Melissa, Texas, baby. That's how we do. Interesting. Yes. So anyway, we did Diamond Head, the hike. It was really cool. Go to the top of the mountain. And it's actually a... A volcano, and there's a crater out there, and everything. It's very cool, and you can see everything from up there. It was really neat. Um, did you enjoy that? I did. I got a lot of great pictures too. Yeah, lots of great pictures that he'll never post, and I uh, will post them <laughs> in like two years. I forgot about these. Hater. <laughs> anyway, we we're very sweaty. It was very fun, and we saw. Well, we thought they were stoats. Are they stoats? Are I there don't know. stoats out there? It looked like a stoat. It was tiny. So we saw these teeny little weasels, and John said they're stoats, and I just believed him, which I should, after four years now, know not to do. But I was just like, yeah, stoats, that's what they are. And so I was like, stoaty stoats. And it looked like a stoat. And I, it was I don't very know. small. They were, they were so tiny. But I will say we got to Kona and we saw them too, but they were giant and they're actually mongoose. So I'm like, is what we were seeing at first baby mongoose or stoats? I don't know. I need to do some more research. Or if somebody knows, hit us up. Are stoats in Hawaii? I don't know. I'm sure they have stoats in Honolulu, but maybe not. I will say Kona. the mongoose were not very cute. Those were no. terrifying looking. Yeah. They were huge weasels. Oh my God. Yeah. They were cool though. They were cool. But now I'm like, either baby mongoose are the cutest thing ever or stoats are the cutest thing ever. I don't know. Well, stoats are pretty cute. Stoats are cute, but were they stoats? I'm pretty sure it was. Who knows? Okay, what else there? I don't know. Like we we ate so much good food too. Yeah, I honestly one of the best things that we had there was in Maui, but I guess we'll get to that here in a bit. But what did we eat in Honolulu? I honestly don't remember. Uh, well, we ate at like that super touristy place the first night and oh it yeah was meh. what was that dukes or whatever yeah it, it was yeah. on the beach i just wanted to eat somewhere like on the beach and it was that very was cool. expensive for it, what was it was very expensive we got two appetizers and two drinks and it was well over a hundred dollars yeah it was pretty pretty high so um it was a lot but it was a cool view so there was that it was a cool view now my favorite food there was like well one the food truck yard was really cool in you Hon- got poke in- oh yeah yeah, yeah I poke and i got that um lobster and crab roll it was so good yeah. yours was really good that poke bowl was yummy it was very good but what we like really thrived on there and that's something i never do here because i usually don't get up early enough for it is breakfast we found two bomb breakfast places aloha cafe i believe was one and then mm-hmm. the other was sunny's local grind yeah they're like right next to oh each other God. they had they weren't even pancakes they called them soufflés and they were like giant fluffy cakes and they jiggled and yeah. they were freaking delicious they were huge and then we had so much loco moco, which yes, for if you don't know, like in Hawaii is like a staple of breakfast for them. It's like ra- white rice or brown rice and then um, a hamburger patty and eggs sometimes and yeah. then gravy. 
and it is so so good. It's very good. The oh gravy is delicious. It is that that was good at Aloha Cafe, but the one at Sunny's Local Grind. You remember it was Pork Belly Loco Moco. Yeah, that was the best God. thing I've ever had. And they had coffee gravy. God, it was just so good. Yeah. And then we had their banana pastries. Those were very good. Yeah, that place was really good. We could talk about food forever. So yeah. that was basically Hawaii, and it was you know a lot of walking around, a lot of drinking and eating, and we got the hike in, so that was good. Yeah. And that was it. And then we flew to Maui. So Maui was really great. Maui is, I've said before, like my favorite place on earth. Uh, Working on cruise ships, I've been all over. And if I had to pick favorites, like French Polynesia was amazing. And I would say Morea. Morea and then Maui are like my two favorite places I've ever been. And so I was really excited to go to Maui again and show John. And uh, and what did you think? Um, it was beautiful. Yeah. Like the most beautiful place I've ever seen. It, it is. It literally is. Yeah. It's amazing. And they have every like everything there. Yeah. Like if you like hiking, they've got it. If you like the ocean, obviously, they've got it. Um, if you like city life, they kind of have that too, which is great. I mean, I didn't find anything there that I didn't like. And the food was so good. And you looked good driving a Jeep Wrangler. I did look good driving a Jeep Wrangler. It was a four-door, so it was mom status, but it was uh, <laughs> it was pretty cool. Yeah, we rented a Jeep, and John drove it, and he's like, this has so much power. This has this and this. And inside, I'm like, my plan is working. He will be a Jeep man now. We can have two Jeep Wranglers in the garage. I don't think you could fit two Jeep Wranglers in the garage. With the motorcycles, too? Yeah. Yeah, it'd be a stretch. But it's a good idea, in theory. Interesting. Um, so yeah, so Maui was great. Um, let's see, we stayed in Kihei, which was awesome. Yeah, it was beautiful. It was like, I think for us, it was like right in the middle of everything that we needed. Yeah, it was like kind of perfect because, uh, where we stayed, it was, it was like off and it was across the street from the beach, but it was still a couple miles from like the city city. So it was like extremely quiet. Yeah. It was so peaceful. We stayed in an Airbnb, which was like literally perfect. It was huge. It was huge. I had two bathrooms, which was for us a win because, you know. John likes to go to the bathroom a lot. You like to go to the bathroom when I'm in the bathroom. So <laughs> so you see how that worked out. It was great. Um, <laughs> do we want to talk about the fight we got in the first night there? Sure. Why not? Okay. Um, so let's just say I was great and every I was being a great girlfriend and no fighting was happening and the trip was going just spectacularly. And then we were really tired. And in Honolulu, before we went to the airport, we had started watching a movie on TV called Couples Therapy? Couples Retreat. Couples Retreat, which is a stupid movie, kind of. It's pretty funny, though. Kind of funny. And I'd never seen it. So then John downloaded it, and I was like, hey, you know, we're really tired in Maui. Let's go home early. We'll get a bottle of wine, and we can watch the rest of that movie. That'd be fun. Cool. So we did. And then we're like, hey, should we watch in bed and not on the couch? And he's like, well, I don't know. He's like, I'm just scared of you spilling wine in bed. I don't want any of us spilling wine in bed. And I'm like, okay, yeah, that's fine. Even though it was white wine, might I add. And it was like a dark gray comforter and sheets. But anyway, we were watching the movie and I was so tired. And I'd been falling asleep and he kept waking me up. And I was just saying, I think I want to go to bed. I'm tired. And John, when you start watching a movie with him, doesn't let you go to bed. If you say that, he just ignores you and just tries to make you, force you to stay up and watch it. So anyway, I was trying really hard and I fell asleep and I jerked awake and (laughs) spilled like half a glass of wine in bed. Literally, the first thing I said was, I don't want to spill wine in bed. 
And that was the first thing she did. <laughs> but listen. I'm listening. Who cares? It wasn't that big of a deal. It wasn't like it was red wine and like a white bedspread. And even if it was, hi, I'm a girl. We have a period and we've had accidents. I know how to clean that S up. You acted like it was the end of the world. Oh, my God. Oh, this is the one thing I said I didn't. Mama. And like yelled at me and like degraded me like I was like a child. Maybe you just felt degraded. No, you were a dick. You were a straight up dick. And you never apologize for it either. Should I? Yeah. God, you you just like you're such an <laughs> asshole. You never take blame or ownership for anything. You knew this going in. Yeah, I know, but like now I'm not like thinking it's that cool anymore. I think we should break up. No. <laughs> what if I did that? What if I brought you on my podcast to break up with you? I don't know what I would do. You wouldn't believe me, probably. No, I wouldn't. <laughs> If I ever try to break up with you, you're just going to act like I'm joking and it's never going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> a good one. Yeah, you're funny. <laughs> anyway, John was an asshole and uh, I really was upset for like a good straight day about that. At least. Yeah. And you still never apologize. Do you at least like think you were a little overreactive? I think I was maybe a tiny bit and only because I was very tired. Okay. Well, whatever you're, you're maybe a little bit, but I was tired. At least you admitted it. God, Shut up. This is a freaking like miracle. I take it back. <laughs> so, I recant my statement. Uh, you can't. You can't recant. No recanting the can't. I don't know what I'm talking about. I'm so tired. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so that was fun. We did a uh, karaoke in Kihei. Of course, I found a karaoke bar. We did not do karaoke. I did karaoke. She did karaoke. And I did my go-to, which was Sugar System of a Down. And it was awesome. And yeah. I like the, I like, can we just like safely say I brought the place down? You did bring it down, yes. And that was like the most sober I've ever been doing karaoke, which was actually really awesome too. Yeah. You got to enjoy your crowd this time. I did. And, and there were people like screaming F you and stuff with me. Like yeah. I had like a crowd up there. And then when I came to sit down, remember that older local man that was behind us? Yeah. And he came up, he's like, wow. And he's like, I saw you go up there and I was like, oh, look at this sweet, innocent thing. And then I never expected that to come out of you. <laughs> he's like, that was awesome. Anyway, I really love doing System of Down on karaoke. Um, I throat her all day the next day, but it was worth it. Yeah. <laughs> so we found the karaoke spot, which was fun. Uh, the food was great there. The one thing we like were obsessed over. I feel like this is going to be the longest podcast ever because we're like talking about all the things we love. I'm trying to hurry it up. Uh, banana bread. Yes. Oh, my God. We had so much of it. They make it fresh there and like everywhere. And you can get it like all over the side of the row. We are we, we always kind of find like our go-to bars and our go-to coffee places wherever we stay. Yeah. And there was a place, there was a food truck called uh, Kraken Coffee. Kraken Coffee. And it was super good. We just got cold brews there like we always do. And then banana bread. And they had regular banana bread. And then they also had banana bread with walnuts and dark chocolate chunks in it. Oh, my God. Yeah, it was amazing. And cold. It was, like, crunchy and soft. Still. It was so good. Yeah, they kept asking if we wanted it warmed up, but I personally prefer it cold. Yeah, the regular banana bread is good warm, but, like, the chocolate one was, like, really good cold. So we went there every morning for banana bread and coffee. Yeah, they kept offering us a punch card, and we were like, no, we're leaving soon. And then every day they were like, are you sure you don't want a punch card? <laughs> I know. We went three mornings in a row, I think, right? Yeah. So funny. Uh, but it was super good. Um, and then I guess what? We could talk about the road to Hana. Yeah. Which I was really nervous for John because he gets seasick and car sick. And I just, just get a, motion sick. You're just a big sick. 
I get motion sick specifically when other people drive mm-hmm. and it's like a very windy road. Which um, is literally all Road to Hana is. Yeah. And narrow. Yeah. I also get car sick whenever you drive. Okay. Anyway, uh, <laughs> so he took, uh, what She's is it? She's a maniac driver. <laughs> never get in a car with her. Okay, well, you're a grandma driver. Never get in a car with you if you have somewhere to be in a hurry. Hey. Anyway, what is it called that you took for motion sickness? Uh, Dramamine. Dramamine. So he yes. took a bunch of Dramamine, had his ginger chews, and you were fine, right? Yeah, I was perfect. He drove, of course, because he's a baby and didn't want to get sick. So. Well, you wanted to enjoy the sights. I was a passenger princess, and it was lovely. And uh, it's great. Rondahana is a very long road that goes very to Hana, long. Yes, obviously. It. Uh, <laughs> how long did it take? It was like all day, right? Yeah, and like there's different apps you can get, or you can get guides <laughs> because there's so many stops along the way, like different hikes you can do, like uh, arboretums you can see. Um, there was even like one thing that was like farm animals would like walk you down to the beach. Yeah. I, I really wanted to do that one. I really want to do that when we go back. Okay. I love farm animals. <laughs> Um, so the one we actually did and I've really enjoyed was the first waterfall hike. Yeah. What was that one called? Like twin, twin falls, twin falls. So you park, you do have to pay, was it five, it was like $10, $10 to park. And they had bathrooms there, which that's oh. one thing, you know, people said you wouldn't find it that often on the trail, but I feel like there were quite a few bathrooms. Mm, I mean, there was only one bathroom and it was right before you started. Yeah. Oh yeah. I was going to say not to TMI, but, uh, <laughs> Aunt Flo came to town, of course, the day before we came to Hawaii. So two days into our eight-day freaking Hawaii trip, like, my period comes on. And my periods are ridiculously rough, like, hardcore. So we're on the road to Hana, and I'm having to find bathrooms to stop at and change things. And it was just, it sucked. Yeah. But it's still, it's doable. And uh, and it happened, so... But the hike to the to Twin Falls was really cool. It was yeah, it was short. actually really cool. It was very short, like a mile and a half, or kind something. of uphill. So I mean, and muddy. So definitely yeah. have good shoes. I wore Tevas. You could still wear sandals. And I will say there were people that did it in slides. And I mean, stuff. I wore flip flops and I was fine. Yeah. So I just love my Tevas. Okay. So anyway, you hike um, You're and the you only end one. up. I'm not the only one. A lot of people like Tevas. You're just an asshole. Oh my god! <laughs> Get off my podcast. <laughs> anyway, so we Goodbye. made it. Just kidding, I'm back. We made it to the to the waterfalls and uh you can like set your bags around and stuff. It's kinda cool. It's like a cave and it has like this like overland thing. So you can actually hike to the top and look down, but no jumping, I believe. It's not Yeah, it's I don't not think deep it's deep enough. enough for that. But it was really cool because you can swim there, swim into the cave where the waterfall is going over. Like it was really awesome. It was freezing cold. Yeah, it was very, very cold. It actually felt amazing. And it was very rocky at the bottom and my soft feet are not uh, used to walking on rubble. Yeah, like, he actually like put Sarah his, B. Morgan here. <laughs> he actually put his flip flops on to go back, and he had to go out and get his flip flops. Like I can't do it. Yeah, I'm. <laughs> I don't have leather feet like this one over here. I mean, I was literally raised like outside, basically, and no shoes on. So you're a dirty foot. I am a dirty foot. Onlyfans.com forward slash Sarah B. Morgan. <laughs> Pay to see these dirty peeties. Interesting. Mm. Anywho, but it was very fun. The waterfall was super refreshing. I definitely recommend that. Yeah, I, it was great. I think I would even do that again if we went back. Oh, yeah, It for was sure. super fun. So that was cool. Um, and aside from that, they had so many things on the side of the road. Like, And last time I did Road to Hana, I just remember there being nothing. Like, nothing. And now there's so many food stops. So before, like, I, there was nothing. So we brought, like, a ton of food and snacks. So we brought, like almonds and chips and Lunchables. And then there was so much food on the side of the road that, like, we stopped at, like, so many places. I think we stopped at like four places. Yeah. 
We got a, a giant loaf of banana bread. Halfway to Hana, when you're halfway there, there's a big stop that has like, those hot dogs looked amazing. They had yeah. hot dogs, sandwiches. The hot dogs were huge. They were huge. We did not get one. I was kind of sad. Yeah. But, oh well. Um, they also had shave ice, which we did get there. It was delicious. Shave ice was amazing. And they had big loaves of banana bread. And, oh. That was heavenly. Yeah. Was that the best banana bread that we had, do you think? Or do you think the other one was better? Um, I think it's kind of a tie between that yeah. walnut and dark chocolate and then the, just the regular loaf Theirs. that we got there. Yeah, it was so good, though. Definitely worth stopping and getting. They have jewelry, other cool shops, and another stuff we made, which I was so excited because I really wanted one. The bathroom. No. Oh. A fresh coconut. Oh, yeah. Forgot about the coconut. So there was a few stops on the side of the road that have like fresh coconuts and we'll chop them up for you. The one we stopped at specifically was ran by a woman, which was so cool. And she had her little like old dinky chihuahua out there running around. Yeah. And she was selling ice cream in a food truck and then also fresh coconuts. So if you got a coconut, it was like 10 bucks. And she would take it over there and shuck it for you. And she was like a badass like Amazon woman. She was so cool. I feel like if you had the chance, you would leave me for her. She could do the ice cream. I could do the coconuts. You already have coconuts. My birds would be out there with her little chihuahua. It would be perfect. You're right. Bye. Goodbye. <laughs> Goodbye. I'll come visit you. She wouldn't get mad if I spilled wine in the bed. I bet she would. It'd be a party. You're getting roaches in the house. Stop spilling wine in the bed. Whatever. Anyway, um, the coconut was delicious because you could <laughs> drink the fresh water from it and then you could eat the coconut. And I never liked coconuts before, really. And now I really like coconuts. And I never liked onions before, but I ate onions all in Hawaii. Yeah. It was weird. All these things I never liked, I mean, I liked there. Well, they have different onions than they have here in the mainland. Yeah, they're not as, like, potent. They're uh, sweet Maui onions. Yeah, maybe that's why. Maybe. But still, that was, like, a win for me. Onion anything, I'm like, nope. I even ate onion chips, remember? Yes, I do remember. They were actually very good, except at the end of it, your mouth tastes like onion. Yeah, there's that. So what else? Uh, Road to Hana, we did at the end, or you know, when you got to Hana, we didn't do the, uh, we didn't pay. There's a black sand beach that you can reserve. You have to reserve. Yeah, it, you though. have to reserve it. And next time, I think I would like to do that. I feel like it's probably a lot prettier. But we actually ended up finding our own black sand beach, and there was like all the locals there and like kids surfing, and yeah. it was like really cool. It's right off the end of the front part of Road to Hana. Yeah. And it gets hot too, so yeah. be warned. Like yeah, definitely want shoes out there. It's a black sand beach, and that black sand holds heat very well. God, my feet like burn, and it's also kind of gross out there. All the like plants and and leaves and stuff that were in the water. It wasn't the prettiest. No, but it was still great. It was still really great and refreshing and nice little way to end it. So let's talk about what happened at the end when we had to go back. Now the common thing people do is go to Hana, you know, chill, usually stay at the beach, and then turn around and go back the way they came. But you don't have to. It is a full loop, if you wish, and that is called the back road to Hana. And I was very interested in this because I was Googling a lot, and apparently the back road to Hana, like a lot of people don't take, and it is extremely dangerous. Yeah, it's um, not as well-maintained as the front road. No, and everything I was Googling says you can do it, and you know, they're just like, there are some scary parts where it says like, Basically, you're like right beside the water. You're right on a cliff with no rails, all this stuff. But I was also like terrified thinking about doing this, especially because John would be driving. And then also, I just felt like if I didn't do this, that I would be like sad forever because I really wanted this adventure in my life. And I could tell John didn't want to do it. He was worried and nervous and like, what about gas? What about this? 
and there was a gas station right there. So six dollars a gallon. We said, let's do it. We did it. We filled up with gas and we took the back road to Hana. And oh my God, it was unbelievable. It was great. It was also extremely terrifying at parts. Yes. There was, like we said, literally parts where you're like on the edge of a cliff and there's nothing there. And it's like a one-way street. You have to like honk going around corners because there's other people coming. It's a two-way road, but there's only room for one person. Yeah. They were like one-car bridges, one-way bridges. That one part was so scary. The ocean was right there. Oh, yeah, that On part. the left of us. And there was cars, a couple cars behind us. Yeah. And we're going around this cliff and try, like hoping nobody's coming on the other side. The ocean is literally right there. And this idiot, I'm sorry to say, but idiot, this is the most dangerous part you could be on. His sunglasses flew out of the Jeep because we had the top off and the windows down. Yeah, it was a huge wind gust. So instead of going like a normal person would do, this guy jumps out of the Jeep here. Like water from the ocean is literally spraying into our Jeep. That's how close we are to this ocean (laughs) on this cliff to go get his sunglasses. And the funniest part... (laughs) What's the the car? Two cars behind us ran over there. <laughs> so you got your smushed sunglasses. Yeah, they're still good though. Oh my gosh, they but didn't break. It was really it had some really really scary parts. Yeah, you would like climb, 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 and you'd be so high up, and then it's just a cliff beside you. Yeah, and then like the un hinging part was like seeing all of the crosses and flowers of people that have died in all these places before. Yeah, that's. Oh I God. didn't want to do it like in the dark because that would have. Sucked. It would have been so scary. Yes, and then there were goats everywhere too, like these wild black mountain goats. Yeah, they were so cool. You kept trying to get pictures of them. I never could. It's like they were ghosts or something. Ghost anyway, goats. It was really really cool. So Rodahana definitely a do. We're spending so much time on Maui here. Haleakala is a volcano. And uh, I did this before, too. My profile picture on my Facebook, which I need to change now because I got a new one. Um, That's what that's from. And it's, like, my favorite place ever. Like, you go to the top of this volcano. It's, like, you're literally above the clouds. And the most famous thing to do there is watch the sunrise or the sunset. Sunrise is usually more popular. I prefer sunset. I'm a sunset girl. I like the oranges and the purples and pinks. It's so pretty. So we were going to go up there. And I wanted to drive um, because I hadn't got to drive the, the rental car yet. So John agreed. And as I'm driving up there, I am beginning to have a massive freak out because I'm like, I don't remember it being this crazy. I drove it before. I drove a Jeep up there before with like four girlfriends when I was on a cruise ship and I was fine. I remember them yelling at me to slow down all the time and like be careful. But now I'm like, how did I freaking do this? That whole thing was just like curves and switchbacks, like 20 miles per hour the whole time. Cliffs with no guardrails, like terrifying. And my hands were like pouring water like, my palms were so sweaty. I couldn't even breathe. And, like, the further we get up there, I'm like, what am I doing? Why did I do this? Why did I want to do this? I was freaking <laughs> the F out, you guys. Oh, my God, my fear of heights. Because I thought I was going to die when we did the Guadalupe Peak, which is, like, 8,000 feet. This is, like, over 10,000 feet at the top. Oh, my God. Yeah. But it was uh, not fun to ride with me. It was an adventure. And then John's yelling at me, cars are getting close behind me. I was so scared. And uh, anyway, we finally made it to the top, and and I'll just you know save you the all the details, but it just was miserable. Basically, we got to the top. I was full on panic attack, anxiety, freaking out about the height. I just knew I was gonna <laughs> fall down this cliff. Like I like that's if you ever seen Hot Rod, the part where he falls down a mountain and just keeps falling and screaming and hitting branches, and it's so <laughs> funny. But that's literally like what this like crippling fear makes you think is gonna happen. That I'm just gonna fall down to the bottom of the mountain. <laughs> 
So we get up there. John's like in heaven and like, hey, let's eat the dinner we got because we got this uh, food truck, 808 plates, and it was delicious. It was very, very good. But I couldn't even eat like a bite of food. I, I couldn't even breathe. I was so scared. And uh, so I like went to the bathroom and like chilled in there for a bit. I was freaking out, hyperventilating. I went back to the car to go get the gimbal for the phone and filming it and stuff yeah and while i was at the car you came out of the bathroom and thought that i had left you i did i <laughs> then my anxiety went into what if he left me what if i was the last one up here at night and i couldn't get down like these are the things i started thinking i was freaking out and then some old lady comes up to me oh my god and john walked up for this she's like <laughs> hi where are you from and i was like it wasn't my mom by the way and i was like <laughs> from dallas and she's like i'm from new jersey and i'm like cool and she's like where are you staying we're staying at the four seasons oh the full season and i said oh i was like we're staying at airbnb and she goes oh that's okay and i was like yeah i know it is lady like (laughs) what thanks enos (laughs) oh that's okay i'm aware bitch like (laughs) (laughs) sorry it's not the four seasons it would just be like five thousand a night there jeez (laughs) anyway it was very funny and I like did not want to have a conversation with anybody. I was in full fear and panic mode at that point. Yeah. <laughs> it was so scary. Anyway, I finally like came to my senses a little and like chilled out. I, like being on the ground, grounded helped a lot. We watched the sunset together. It was beautiful and freezing. Like at, at the down, like at the bottom in Maui is like 80. 89 or something, yeah. 80. And then you get up there and it was like 60 degrees. But I it, think it was like 57. Yeah, our watches didn't work up there. Like the service didn't. It was really cold though. It was very cold. But it can get to like 20s and 40s up there. It was freezing. We had leggings on and, and jackets and coats. And... I had leggings on. <sighs> I hate you. <laughs> anyway, it was so cold. And so everything was good. And then we went to leave and then I was like, John's going to have to drive down. Like, I can't do this again. Like, I, I'm just going to like. It was pitch black also. It was pitch black. I had a seltzer and I was like, I'm just going to drink this seltzer and breathe. And I just told John, I was like, I know that you're going to be annoyed, but please, like, please just go slow. Like, I'm freaking out. Like, I'm so scared. And then the journey started. And then the journey started, which felt like a freaking year to get to the bottom, literally. John yes, is did. going 10 miles over the speed limit the whole time. Went in this like curving, like on the edge of a cliff the whole way down. And I don't know why. I told you I was scared. We were fine. It doesn't matter. I told you to go slow. <laughs> we're going to fight over this at the end. Anyway, it was a lot of me saying, slow down, please, and a lot of him getting so mad at me. It was me. every five seconds. It was. Please slow down. I'm not joking. Please it slow was. down. John, please slow down. And then coming up to a curve. John, I know that you're going to be mad, but please slow down. I don't like the curves. Going straight was fine, but once you got to the cliff part... I just wish you would have gone a little slower. I was so scared. Oh, my gosh. And then we were going through clouds. Please slow down. You're talking too fast. We were going through clouds (laughs) that were, like, wet, you know, obviously. So the roads are getting wet. The windshield's getting wet. Then it started raining, like, halfway down. It was a nightmare. I was so terrified. It was great. I liked it. It was great when we got to the bottom and got a celebratory drink because we lived. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh my god so yeah it was uh it was interesting and going up a mountain with someone with a fear of heights is super uh, fun it's a test in patience so which you had none of by the way i you had were, a lot no of you were not nice to me i was very nice and i was like you know i i wish you had a fear like this so i could show you how you should be treated by somebody you okay love. first of all you can't even stand when i clear my throat that makes that's so what that has nothing to do with this i'm sinking in this chair <laughs> <laughs> anyway well we made it up we made it down we got some great pictures john will post them in a couple of years it'll be awesome 
Um, and let's go. 2025. <laughs> let's go over our last day there. We uh, went snorkeling, which was super fun. Yeah, I got burned. We You did. I did not, which is so rare. Yeah, because you wore your uh, rash guard. I did wear my rash and guard. And I asked you to put sunblock on my back, and then you got frustrated. I was ho- I literally just opened a seltzer and I had two things in my hand and you're like, can you put sunscreen on my back? And I'm like, can you give me a second? And you're like, never mind. Anyway, I love that you just did that because now that was a perfect example of how you blame everything that happens to you on me. Everything is always my fault. This particular instance was your fault. It wasn't. You could have asked me again a couple minutes later to put it on or tried yourself. You have arms. I can't reach all the way in the middle of my back. Well, then get more flexible. Stretch some. I'm too fat. Whatever. <laughs> anyway, we rented snorkel equipment and we drove to Lahaina, which was like 45 minutes from where we were staying. And we snorkeled in uh, the best place it said to that day. So on in Maui or probably everywhere on every island, they have a daily like tracker of where is the best like visibility, best places to snorkel or dive that day. And that day specifically was Kapalua Bay. Well, no, the best place was Molokini, but yes. you have to get a day trip, a day there. trip, like a boat tour to go out there. And they have a place called Turtle Town. Which I wanted to go to, but it's like a hundred and something dollars just for a boat trip out to Molokini. Well, it's really not that bad, but it's like we hadn't planned for it, and we it was our last day there. We didn't want to like you know spend all that money and make all that, and we'd started late. If we had done next yeah. time we go, we'll definitely do that. For oh, for sure. sure. But uh, either way, we went to Kapalua Bay. That was the next best place. And uh, on the way out there, we stopped at a Whalers General Store and got uh, some seltzers, Maui hard seltzers. Yeah. We drink for the day and some snacks and stuff and went out and we snorkeled like a bunch. We yeah. snorkeled both sides out there for like almost an hour. It was so It was fun. over. I think it was like an hour and a half yeah. that we were snorkeling, which is probably why I'm so burnt. I literally could have stayed out there forever. I freaking thrive in the ocean, man. That was just like amazing. There were so many cool fish and coral. Yeah. And it was just so fun. And then the highlight of that was, and this is the first time I've ever actually seen one, swimming or diving was a sea turtle and that thing was massive he was huge i like swear i didn't even know they could get that big it was like bigger than a mastiff like he was like he was almost like (laughs) d-sized it was a giant it was a giant turtle and it was like at the bottom sleeping and it was so cool just chilling out yeah every once in a while he'd like open his eyes and look around and like he just chilled down there and everybody would just like uh, you know be above him and watching him and it was so cool yeah so anyway, that was a really great day of snorkeling. John got sunburned because of me, apparently, and uh, I didn't. Isn't that just amazing? Well, you were wearing a rash guard. Well, I didn't need your, your booty help. cheeks got burnt a little bit. They got a little toasty. Yeah, it was cute though. It wasn't bad. You're appealing. So I am that. appealing. <laughs> Thank you. I hate you. And then the highlight of that, the last night we went to one of the bars there in Kihei because it's a pretty cool little nightlife. Oh no no hold on. <sighs> what the highlight was the drive back from. Uh, from Lahaina. Why? Because of poke? Because we had some of the best poke I've ever had in my entire life. From a gas station. Yeah. It was Whalers again. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it was so good. It was like, spi- we got like a macaroni salad, mac salad, they call it there, and some uh, ahi, like spicy ahi. And oh my God, it was so good. Yep. And I got to be passenger princess and feed him the whole way home. Yep. And it, it was, was delicious. Fun. It was so good. Yeah. And uh, yeah, finally to end up, we we went to the bar the last night there. They had a DJ that was awful, and I just kept thinking I could live in Maui and uh, and DJ here. <laughs> I wonder if I can make a living doing this because <laughs> this guy's not good. But anyway, we uh, we were there, and of course they played Bad Bunny, and I didn't even have to ask for it. So I danced, 
And then uh, the next morning on the internet, there was a video of me dancing to Bad Bunny in Maui. And I'm like, wow, there's <laughs> there's people everywhere. And the funny part is you see me in the background too, and I just look like I'm like- Miserable. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like dancing to Bad Bunny. I was like, this literally is our relationship. And I'm like, great. We get to listen to Bad Bunny here too. <laughs> Every island we were on, like at a club, like somebody played at least one Bad Bunny song. Yeah. He's worldwide, baby. Even in Hawaii. But uh, yeah, it was funny because a listener, I guess, had seen us there and and filmed it and sent it to D. And D posted it. I guess they said they didn't want to bother us on vacation, which, by the way, if anybody ever sees me out on vacation, you can totally come say hi to me. Like, I love talking to people. You're never bothering me. Just don't linger. Okay, you can linger to me, just not to John. She's just too nice to tell you that you're, you're lingering. I am not. <laughs> I am not. But it was, uh, I love talking to people. So for real, if you ever uh, see me out, come and say hi. I would love to talk to you. You don't have to video me from afar <laughs> and send it to D. Uh, but it was a great video. It was cute. And it captured John and I, uh, our true selves. So it's very, <laughs> very funny. Thank you for that. All right. And now we'll get to the last part, which is Kona. Kona, not much to say about it, like as much as Maui. Maui was like the highlight for sure, but yeah, Kona, Kona was very, very chill. It is, and I, that's why I wanted that to be like the last island. Now, in hindsight, um, and we'll get to that later. We sh- should have probably done this one first, or actually like in the middle, yeah, because it's the hardest to like get back to the mainland from, and yep. it really was. But we will get to that. But it was beautiful. Um, Kona is very chill, like John said. Um, we just stayed in the little Kailua Kona area. We didn't rent a car there. We even thought about it. To like drive to Hilo on the other side of the island, which is um, like where the Volcanoes National Park is. And I've been there. It's very cool. But we're like another time, like, let's just chill and do the beach. And and I'm so glad we did that. Yeah. It was really nice. Um, We just basically ate a bunch of good food, bar hop, drank, walked around, had some pool time at our Airbnb, which was interesting. Yeah. It was a great location. Yes, it was a very, very good location. Condo was very cute. Like the condo complex was cute. There's just, uh, and it's a lot in Hawaii, obviously, but I feel like it's even more so in Kona, and that is roaches. Yeah. And giant, giant ones. Oh, my God. (laughs) The very first night we got back to the Airbnb, John was like, don't come in here, and like killed a giant roach. And then like, there was one night we killed like eight, I think you killed, right? Just upon walking in. Yep. There were so many. Mm-hmm. And I'd seen all in all of these like places in Kona that, you know, Airbnb reviews that there were roaches and stuff, but I didn't expect that many. Yeah. I mean, they weren't big. That first one was. Yeah. The first one was huge. The other ones that I killed were all like. Little city roaches. Yeah. They were tiny. But still, God, there were so many of yeah, them. There was and a then, lot. like, it was hard for me to sleep at night because I just kept thinking like a roach was going to get on me. Like, ugh, <laughs> I don't know, man. It sucked. But it was still cute, and the the location was perfect, and yeah. it was cheap. I will say that, like yes. comparatively to like Maui and other places. Yeah, Maui was very expensive. Yeah, and Honolulu is so expensive. Kona is definitely a, on the cheaper side, but it was super fun. We just we had our first acai bowls there. Oh my god, phenomenal! Those were my favorite things. They were so good, and especially because we started getting sick near the end of this trip. Yeah. So like the cold, like freshness on the throat too. My god, and we got what the strawberry and um island papaya like they yeah. have it on the island there's so good with the uh lilikoi drizzle yeah which is passion fruit my favorite <laughs> anyway it was very yummy <laughs> um so what else oh and the little lizards day geckos yes. everywhere there they were so cute 
Um, the absolute highlight of Kona, which everyone everyone should do when they go there, is the manta ray swim. Yeah, that was amazing. Now, I'm sure a lot of you have been to um, Grand Cayman where you do this stingray swim, which I've done as well. John's like, not me. I've never been there. Well, a lot of people have. Especially if you cruise, you go. I'm not saying just if you cruise, you go to Grand Cayman, and their highlight there is the stingray swim, which is cool. Travel brag. It's during the day, and there's a bunch of stingrays, but there's also a bunch of other boats and people, so it can get a little overwhelming. Now, the manta ray swim, the giant manta ray swim, is at night that you do in Kona, which is unbelievable. And we did the super late night one. There was like no kids on ours. I don't think if there were, they were they were well behaved, like teenage yeah. kids. I think. So it was a small group, and we went out, I think it was at 9.30 our boat left or something, or yeah, 10. Yeah, something like that. So we were snorkeling with these manta rays at like 10.30 or 11 p.m. Yeah. And it was so freaking cool. So they take you out. It's like a 30-minute boat ride out to the manta Yeah, that's bay. the part I was scared about. Yeah, because John gets very seasick, as we said. But he was fine. Yeah, I took my Dramamine, had my ginger chews. You were all good. So they fitted us for all of our stuff. We got out there. They put these boards in the water that you hold on to. And these put these lights down. So the lights attract plankton, but plankton are also released apparently from these little boards. And then these giant manta rays are attracted. And it's kind of cool because they told us like usually they'll get like one or two within the 30 minutes. Yeah. We had like eight. There were so many. They and, like, were hungry. It, they were so hungry and they were giant. And they do this thing called looping where they come like right underneath you, like within like an inch of you. Yeah, we got some great video. Oh my God. It was just, it was freaking magical it was like the coolest thing i've ever done it was, I, I have to say yeah. it was amazing because we swam with whale sharks before yeah the whale sharks was that was not fun for me yeah uh, the whale shark part was great but the journey like the hour journey to get there was yeah it was like that. a two-hour boat ride or something yeah. to get out there yeah and you were so sick and like with the whale sharks are moving so fast and you don't want to like touch them, obviously, and I never want to touch anything. But By the time like, we got there, I had like no energy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I was like, I was so ready. But you jump in the water and you have to start swimming immediately, like as fast and hard as you can because they're going so fast. You have to try to keep up with them and you get like 30 seconds in the water with them twice. Yeah. But the Manta one, you're in the water for like 30 to 45 minutes with them. Yeah. And it was, it was just unbelievable. It was great. And there was like they a bunch huge. of- huge. They were so big bunch of big fish at the bottom you could see and i was so hoping we would see a shark but there were none yeah and then something else we saw there there were these weird little like leech things in the water and there weren't many of them it was like one or two and they had like spines all over them and one kept getting so close to me and i kept like shooing it away because it was freaky looking and yeah. then people started asking what they were and the guy's like oh you know it's just some weird worm thing that you know they're they're fine they're harmless they just look creepy we don't like them but then I was eavesdropping and hearing them talk to each other like, yeah, we jumped in the water. There were two here. We got them out of here real quick, but we're keeping an eye out for them. And I'm like, what are these worms? I know they're lying. <laughs> so I Googled it later and looked it up and apparently they're called fireworms and they are like not fun to deal with. They're almost dangerous. Like they, it says they're like the centipedes of the sea and they like hook into you and like attach into you. And that feels like you're like on fire when they burn you. It's like a poison that gets released into you. Fun. And I was like, holy crap, that's so scary. And then I even like saw that one time in Conan, it was like literally a year prior, like the same time of the year. There's like three to four nights where these things breed and they like cover the ocean basically out there. And there was one trip they had to go out doing the manta rays and they didn't tell about it until they got out there. They still put them in the water and everyone was getting stung and bit and like screaming and they had to cut their, it was like only 10 minutes they were in the water and had to get out and they had to cancel the other manta dives that night because it was so bad. I would have asked for a refund. 
Yeah, I don't know that they would have done that. But anyway, that would have been a nightmare. Yeah. But it went like so well. It was like, I was like crying in the water. Like it was just so magical. Yeah, it was great. It was like Moana in real life. I've never seen it. Yes, you have. I haven't. I've watched Moana with you. I don't remember seeing it. Really? Really. So you've gone away all this time without seeing Moana. I've just talked about it forever. Yeah. Okay, we're watching it this week. Yay. Anyway, so it was amazing, and uh, it was just really relaxing and chill in Kona. Met some cool people there, too. And, yeah. Okay, let's see. On the way... Oh, I'm, we, like, made notes. I drank all the Mai Tais, John said to say yeah. that. I, everywhere we went, I'd be like, what's good? Or whatever. And I'd be like, I don't want another Mai Tai. And they'd be like, we have the best Mai Tai on the island. And I was like, okay, I'll take it. <laughs> That's all I... That's all you need. <laughs> if you ever want to sell her a drink, just tell her it's the best of anything. Well, they said it was like everyone at the best. And like they were they were really good. And to be fair, like I've never drink Mai Tais here. The first one I ever had was in Hawaii, I think, there. And like, you know, you drink all tequila, all margaritas, vodka here. I mean, why not drink rum when you're in Hawaii, right? I mean, me personally, the Mai Tais were a little too sweet. I thought they were delicious. So I had a Mai Tai at like every single bar I went to. And it was great. Um, and finally, we were going to go home. We were um, we we revved to every island, which was great. Yeah, it worked out perfectly. It did. And all the flights in between the islands, like even if you don't get them for free, they're only like 60 bucks or something, which is yeah, not at bad. The most. And it's like a 20, like 15 to 25 minute flight at tops, yeah. which is super cool. And so we were trying to get home and like the next day we were trying to non-rev from Kona and it would be the same thing coming here. Kona to Las Vegas and Vegas to home. Now, we did know when we booked the flights, there's not many out of Kona, and they were already kind of full, so we were nervous. Now, our dilemma was when we were flying home the next morning, the flight leaves at 7. There were no empty seats on it. and We We showed up like, maybe somebody won't show up. We were hoping. Because, you know, if one person missed and then John could ride jump seat, it'd be perfect. So we're like, do we do that, or do we try to... There wasn't even a lot of options for rescheduling. Like, we were kind of kind of effed and I was trying not to panic yeah so basically we got to the airport at 5 30 in the morning and told them our situation they're like we'll see so it's boarding John got his jump seat passed just in case and we're waiting and then a family of four didn't show up and I'm like oh yes 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 and we were so excited and um then they were like let's go try to call them or see if they're in security so the guy did and of course they were there and he ran up with them and they got on <laughs> and we didn't get on the plane so I was like a little upset but I was also like that was really awesome for Southwest for doing that and plus in my head, it was a mom and three kids. And like, I was seeing how hard it was for us to even try to find a place back, even if we paid for it. I can't even imagine a mom and three kids and her yeah. having to like take care of them and feed them and try to find a trip home would be like so difficult. So I didn't feel that bad. Like, at least it was us, you know, yeah. and we had time and everything to deal with. So, anyway, we ended up getting booked on the noon flight out of Kona. Yeah. And to LA. To LA. Which then went on to Denver. Yeah. And even then, we barely got on. Remember, there was two open seats only, and then they both filled up. And I was like, oh, my God, again. But it kind of turned out good because we ended up making really good friends with uh, all the agents there who were amazing, by the way, like literal rock stars. Shout out to Dean. Shout out to Dean. (laughs) And it was and Merle. And they were great. John got on on the plane. So what we were going to do was John got on his jump seat, and I was going to wait and see if this one person didn't show up. And we had like five minutes. And... If they didn't show up, I was going to end up buying a seat on United where I would have left an hour later and gotten home like two hours earlier than John. Uh, it would have been fine. I would have had to pay for it, like whatever. At least I would have got home. 
So we're waiting. And like, I had like this whole team there with me from Southwest. <laughs> one guy was doing the countdown. They're like, okay, at 55, you're going to cancel the other one. We're going to put her on. Let's do this. He's like, five, four, three, nine, 55, go, go, go. And they, it was so funny. They canceled the other person, put me on. And then like, as I was like walking up, the other girl ran up and she was like, I'm here, I'm here. And they're like, sorry, you missed your flight. And I was like, I felt so bad. But they like escorted me down and on. And by the time I got on the flight, all the flight attendants were like, are you the wife? And like... <laughs> Talking about John and like everyone already knew who I was. It was so funny, but we made it. Oh yeah. my God. We made, we made it. it on. The, we, they were so great too. We actually ended up getting to sit by each other. Yeah. The only bad thing for me, because I hate throw up more than anything. Like I have like total, um, I'm like, I'm a hypochondriac and I've always been terrified of throw up. I think it's the nastiest thing. John doesn't care. Like he cleans it up. He thinks it's fine, whatever. I don't think it's fine, but I'm not as grossed out by it as you like are. Like I am. Well, I was sitting there and the second I sat in this seat, I was like, I smell throw up. And there was like a little bitty toddler and a mom beside me. I'm like, maybe it's that. And then I realized later, cause I saw some crustiness on my pants Somebody had vomited in this seat and it was all over the seatbelt and all over the tray table. Like it was dry, crusty throw up either from like that morning or like the day before. God, it was so nasty. So I'm like trying not to touch anything. And also we're sick at this point. My throat is killing me. My nose is running. I'm sneezing. I'm like a snot rocket. I'm sick. I'm covered in like somebody else's throw up. It was such a nightmare. (laughs) So that was a five hour flight to LA. Yep. Where we got, we stayed on the plane for 45 minutes because we had to take that same plane to Denver. Um, we actually got to move seats at that point if we wanted. So yeah. I moved out of the throw up seat. Thank you, God. <laughs> and uh, we went to Denver where we had a 45 minute layover. And no, we we had a 45 minute oh, sorry, layover sorry. In, LA. Yeah, in LA. And then we went to Denver where we had a four and a half hour layover. Um, and we slept overnight in the airport. Yeah. And then uh, we took a 5 a.m. flight home to Dallas and got home at like, that one had a maintenance problem yeah (laughs) so we were delayed by like 30 minutes it was a nightmare basically but we got home it was free and i will have to say a huge shout out to the flight attendants for that were on that kona and la flight oh my god yeah like literal rock stars they were so awesome yeah Paige and long you guys were great seriously and Paige was so rad like i'm like i could literally see myself being friends with her (laughs) we were talking like music and i was like i know i've heard of this band and like she told me about a band mount joy that it's like her and her boyfriend's band and their song and now i like haven't been able to stop listening to them for days i'm like obsessed now and really thinking about going to that chicago show (laughs) and new year's (laughs) eve would be awesome anyway she was really cool and we exchanged instagrams and uh yeah it was really awesome and oh gave us like the hookup for everything. Yeah. Extra snacks. <laughs> it was like, it was so rad. And they even like packed us a bag of like waters and juices and snacks for staying overnight. Yeah. In the airport. It was so great. Yeah. So basically, I'm sorry, this is like the longest podcast ever, but it was fun. Yeah. Maybe if we were less tired, we would have been more on point, but it's just so much to talk about. It was so many great things. Yeah. Right? It was, it was a lot of fun and I would definitely do it again. Maybe I think if we did the trip one more time, I would cut out Honolulu. Yeah, or do, like, maybe make it its own thing. Like, go and do North Shore for, like, a, you know, four days or something and then come back. Don't We did a lot in one trip, which is known, yeah. but it, it was it was so much. Having yeah. to pack up everything and go to another airport every time was, like, ugh. Shout out vacuum seal bags. Vacuum seal bags were rock stars. Yeah. It's, like, the only way I managed to repack and get home, yeah. for real. She didn't think that they were a thing, and I told her, these are a thing. Try it out. Yeah, and he was he was right in this one instance. They were great. <laughs> <laughs> but either way, like we did eight days and I was always like 
I always thought that four day vacations were so short, but this was a long one. And Hawaii yeah. is like my favorite place on earth, but I was so ready to come home by like day six. I think you were just tired of me. Oh, I was. And, um, wow. <laughs> also just tired in general. I didn't sleep good. Like any of the nights we were I there. I slept great. They were like rock hard concrete beds oh, and John loves so them. They I couldn't amazing. sleep at all. I feel like a hard bed. Those were great. Yeah. It was not great for me. So I was just really happy to get back. I slept for like 13 hours the first night we were back. I took NyQuil. I was so sick too, though. Yeah. Being sick just made all of that way worse, you know? I and went to work the next day. You did. Good for you. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> the crazy thing, too, uh, when we went to the Maui airport to go to Kona, we were told, I believe it was the day before we got there, mm-hmm. that there was a fire that broke out beside the Maui airport. Yeah. And then I was wondering, was it the people in Kona that told us, the guy that worked at the airport? Or no, it was a person at Maui that told us. Uh, I think it was the guy in the airport told us. So it was the day before then. Yeah. Wow. So yeah, it was the day before we flew to Kona. There was a big fire that broke out beside the Maui airport. They had to ground all flights and they weren't able to get out at any till that night. So I was thinking like at that point, like, oh, thank God we flew out when we did. That would have been like our luck to, you know, go the day before and miss like a whole day, basically. Well, little did we know it was just going to get worse. Uh, two days after we left Maui, right? One or two yeah. days after we left Maui, it basically caught on fire. All of it. Like all of Lahaina is like gone now. Yeah. It is so devastating. I like can't even like, I like literally makes me cry to talk about it. Yeah. Like the fact that we were there like snorkeling, seeing amazing things, like just traveling like the most beautiful freaking island in the entire world. And then it's completely like on fire and, and parts of it just gone, yeah. wiped out. There's so many people that have died, lost businesses, houses burned down, people have nowhere to go. So it's really awful. Um, they're telling people do not go to Maui right now. Like it's it's completely devastated. And a lot of the hotels and Airbnbs and condos are and other places are being um, used right now to hold locals that have lost their homes in Lahaina and surrounding areas. So just be careful if you have a, a trip booked there right now to do your research first, maybe go elsewhere. It would probably be the smart thing. And uh, that being said, I will uh, put some links here as well that you can donate to to help. Uh, there's Humane Society, Red Cross, a bunch of others, um, but they are definitely in trouble right now. And anything you guys can do to uh, to help out would be awesome. Yeah. Uh, I know there's a lot of like airline help that's been going on right now they're trying to get like all the uh visitors out of maui like as quickly as possible i know southwest was like doing really cheap flights from maui to the mainland and i think american airlines was doing the same and actually sending their like triple sevens which are enormous planes out there to get people out so yeah and even if you were just wanting to get off the island of maui in general to another one they were doing planes for that for like 19 dollars and a one dollar pet fee and that's just for the government taxes. That's like right. the, it's, that's them getting nothing. That's right. as cheap as they can do it. So definitely look into that. Um, or if you know anybody over there that's having issues, reach out. And uh, we will link all these. But definitely a sad way to end. Like we didn't even know we were at the Maui or sorry the Kona airport. And like families started to call and text and yeah. listeners like, "Are you guys okay? What's going?" We had no idea. We had no yeah. idea. Like we missed it by a couple of days and. Thankfully, yeah. we're safe, but it's just a little bittersweet because, you know, everyone else there yeah. lost everything, at least in Lahaina. But, yeah. Um, but yeah, um, happy we got to see it, and I'm sad that that is currently happening, but uh, 
But yeah, we'll post we'll those links. It. And we, uh, you know, if you've ever been to Hawaii or, you know, gotten anything from it, definitely a good idea to help out and donate some if you have it. It would be great. And a last little shout out. I forgot to put this in there to Jeremy. <laughs> it was freaking- Jeremy. Jeremy? who was freaking awesome. We met him at the Kona airport as well that morning because after we missed that first flight, it was full. We were in the airport for six hours uh, eating and drinking and being very sick. <laughs> I was so miserable. But we were sitting there and uh, a guy like had come and sat at our table and I was talking to John and then he's like, are you Sarah? And I was like, what? And he's like, I thought I recognized that voice. And he lived in Fargo and listened to the Lex and Terry show. And uh, anyway, he was super cool. He's a crane in crane, crane mechanic. I keep calling him a crane engineer. <laughs> a crane mechanic also used to be a, an air airline mechanic. Line mechanic. Words are hard right now. Words. Anyway, they have a. Oh, I wish I had brought one of his cards to shout out his business. Yeah, I should do that on the next one. He has a really awesome business where they do like curry. Yeah, like they do Japanese, Japanese curry, curry over on the west side of, of Oahu. Of Oahu. Uh, like, I guess it's near Dolphin Tours and stuff, and yeah. they sell food on the beach on the weekends. Like, that's so cool. His and wife has 32 cats. Was it 32 or 38? 32, I Either think. way, that's freaking awesome. It, like, sounds like us. <laughs> anyway. Interesting. He really, like, helped entertain our last hour of... Uh, the long ass awaiting our flight at uh, Kona. Yeah. He was super cool and fun, had a lot of great stories. So shout out to Jeremy. It was awesome talking to you, dude. And I will uh, shout your business out or post it on uh, on Instagram, even though I'm sad because the food all looked awesome yeah. and we didn't get to try any of it. Next time. Next time. Next time. <laughs> all right, guys. Well, thanks for listening. We had a great time in Hawaii. Once again, I will drop the links and uh, post them on my Instagram at Sarah B. Morgan so you guys can help uh, donate. You can also go to SarahBShow.com to listen to past episodes. And uh, and there you go. Lots of exciting stuff coming up. Round two. Uh, I'm ready, man. It's almost September. I'm ready for fall and Thanksgiving and Christmas and Halloween. And it's the best time of the year coming up. Life is good. I'm going to be very busy. Pretty soon. <laughs> I feel it. <laughs> All right. Uh, thanks for listening to another episode. Thanks for, uh, thanks for coming on the show, John. You rock star. I am always here for you. Except for when we're going up or down a mountain. Or if you're spilling wine in bed. Okay. Goodbye. Bye. Sorry, I said it here and you didn't drink any. Kind of monopolizing that, aren't you?